Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Eric and John both sent me uh, links to the story. It has an embarrassing connection to Michigan. And it's a bizarre one because I think the court completely screwed up here. Completely screwed up. And it's a court of appeals. Now, it's the Ninth Circuit, so some people might say, but Steve, they have a reputation. Well, (laughs) Federal Appeals Court throws out nearly $1 billion damage award against a company in an unlawful recorded robocall case. The story's from Oregon Live. Maxine Bernstein wrote it. And the question is, if a fine is mandated by law and you commit the crime and they fine you as mandated by law, is it possible the fine is unconstitutional? Is that possible? I would argue and say no. The legislature said that's what the fine is going to be. The fine is going to be that. But here, somebody got caught doing something so many times that the fine was huge. And they appealed it and said, well, the fine's going to hurt us. And the Ninth Circuit said, yeah, we're going to send that back down for reconsideration. So a federal appeals court has vacated the record $925 million in damages awarded in a class action against a Michigan-based marketing company that a jury in Portland found had engaged in unlawful telemarketing. There are laws on the book making it illegal to make certain kinds of phone calls to people. A three-member panel of the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, however, sent the case back to a district judge to reconsider the constitutionality of the huge damage award. The company placed nearly 2 million recorded robocalls to potential customers across the country offering deals on weight loss products, dietary supplements, and energy drinks. No mention of extended warranties for your car. Meanwhile, a woman who had once worked for the company but later quit brought the class action suit arguing that the company pre-recorded phone calls and then that violated the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. So it's actually a federal statute, Telephone Consumer Protection Act, that says the things that telemarketers can and cannot do. So that law says specifically, if you violate this act, you are liable for a $500 penalty per phone call. 500 bucks per phone call. So you know if you make one phone call illegally, 500 bucks. Two, 1000 See, this is just math. This is, this is how numbers work. A jury in April of 2019 determined that the company made 1.850 million phone calls. And they were unlawful automated calls to residential or cell phone numbers. And we've all gotten those calls. I get them every single day. It's one of the ways I know I'm alive. I still get phone calls. So a U.S. district judge found that the large award was based on math. He said, well, you got this many calls times 500 bucks equals this much. Makes sense to me. But the appeals court ruled that while the damages award per violation may be sound, the aggregate result may not pass constitutional muster if it were gravely disproportionate to and unreasonably related to the legal violation. Well, for one thing, that sentence is incorrect. The legal violation, singular. It was 1.85 million violations, plural. To suggest that 500 bucks per call is unconstitutional is obviously absurd. And the idea now is that the company's saying, well, this fine's going to hurt us. That's, that's not fair. This, this fine's going to hurt us. And they got a 
three-judge panel to buy that. So the court threw out the nearly $1 billion damage award and sent the case back to the lower court judge to determine whether the total is so severe and oppressive that it violates the defendant's due process rights. Here's the thing. This often happens where a, a higher court on appeal will look at something lower court did and said, we're going to send this back down to you and we want you to take a second look at it and enter a new ruling or new judgment based on the rationale we're asking you to adopt. So the trial court judge here, if he wanted to, could go through the motions of double-checking the math and then saying, still good, still good. He could do that. But unfortunately, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals here is also sending a message that this fine will probably be found to be unconstitutional by them if the lower court doesn't do it. If the lower court finds that the $925 million award uh, is so severe and oppressive that it violates the defendant's due process rights, the appeals court directed the judge to then determine by how much to reduce the cumulative award. Meanwhile, the judge upheld the award originally, noting that the jury found that the company committed a stratospheric number of violations of the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. In his ruling then... The judge wrote, it is no surprise that the TCPA's constitutionally valid minimum penalty of $500 for each violation has catapulted the penalty into the mesosphere. <laughs> the attorney who represents the defendant here argued the award was absurd and would be the death sentence for the company. Let's back up. Is $500 per violation absurd? No. Is 1.8 million unlawful automated calls reasonable? No, that's absurd. Uh, it's a death sentence for the company. So what? The company's just a corporation. It's probably just a shell. They can yank the plug on it and walk away from it and just set up a new one. But the fact that it would be a death sentence would be the equivalent of this company doing itself in. Okay? So he urged the court to reduce the damages to less than a dollar per call to pass constitutional muster. But remember, the legislature that passed... This statute into law said that it was appropriate for $500 per call. Now, if this court knocks it down to a dollar per call, which this attorney is apparently saying would be appropriate, other people can say, oh, I can break the law and argue that the penalty is too high and I shouldn't have to pay a dollar per violation because that's what they did for these guys. And, and I know someone says, Steve, but if you only made 10 phone calls, 500 bucks a piece might make sense. Why? Why would it make more sense than, than 500 bucks a call for these guys? Because these guys did this to themselves. They broke the law, according to the jury they were in front of, they broke the law 1,850,436 times. 1.8 million violations of the law. And so they are now arguing, in essence that to lower the award is required because of how much bad they had done. So he urged the court to reduce the damages to less to less than a dollar a call to pass constitutional muster. As if somewhere in the Constitution it says, if you're a corporation and you commit millions of bad acts, your penalty should be less than a dollar. That's due process, my friends. I'm joking. But meanwhile, the... Um, District Court judge cited a 2020 opinion by the 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in a case the government brought against Dish Network, 
which read, someone whose maximum penalty reaches the mesosphere, only because the number of violations reaches the stratosphere, can't complain about the consequences of its own extensive misconduct. They are correct. If you dig a gigantic hole and jump into it, you can't say, well, hey, this is unfair. This hole is too big. (laughs) Why'd you dig it so deep? In the Oregon case, the appeals panel recognized that the judge didn't reduce the aggregate award in part because there was little Ninth Circuit authority directing a district court on how it should analyze damages that may be unconstitutionally excessive and appropriately reduce them. So the appeals court apparently thinks that by sending this back down with some instructions that the court can get this right. Now, over a century ago, the Ninth Circuit noted that the Supreme Court declared that damage awards violate due process only if the award is so severe and oppressive as to be wholly disproportionate to the offense and obviously unreasonable. But here the award is perfectly proportional because for each violation, it was $500. That's what proportion means. In a 1990 ruling in a case, the Ninth Circuit set out factors to weigh in awarding damages. The amount of award to each plaintiff, the total award, the nature and persistence of the violations, the extent of the defendant's culpability, damage awards in similar cases, the substantive or technical nature of the violations, and the circumstances of each case. And here we have a situation where somebody did the identical thing over a million times. And it's hard to claim it was a technical error or a mistake. And by the way, the case they cite is a labor case, an employment case. It's got nothing to do with the Telephone Consumer Protection Act. In that case, with the employment issues, the Ninth Circuit found that a $1.8 million damage award uh, was disproportionately punitive considering the nature of the violations. But I don't know if there's over a million violations in that case, and I highly doubt it. In this case, the appeals court said that the judge must consider the magnitude of the aggregated award in relation to the Telephone Consumer Protection Act's goal of compensation, deterrence, and punishment, and to the prescribed conduct. I would suggest that a billion-dollar award would act as a great deterrence and punishment. Anyway, uh, it's a bizarre argument because, generally speaking, in the law, whether criminal or civil, if you put yourself in a bad situation, you usually cannot argue and say, oh, I put myself in a bad situation. Feel sorry for me. And, 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 and you know, let me off easy. And so talking about proportionality again, the law says 500 bucks a violation. And I know people who talk about this statute, I've talked to other attorneys, and they go, it's ridiculous, only $500 per violation? And so if they called somebody one time and broke that law, you can take them to court and sue them for 500 bucks. And I, I, I've heard attorneys say, well, you know, 500 bucks, it's kind of pointless to chase it. But so they're arguing that the number is too small. But obviously, if you make 1.8 million illegal phone calls, and by the way, you know there's a law that says what you're doing is illegal. You have to. There's no way you don't know there's a law. But of course, as they say, ignorance, etc. However, 1.8 million violations. Whose fault was that? Okay, was this entrapment? Did somebody else do? No, no, no. Apparently, there's no question, they made the phone calls illegally. And each one of them is 500 bucks. And a jury smartly got out a calculator and multiplied it out. And I go, there you go, there you go. And by the way, don't forget, 
We have no indication that the jury thought this was inappropriate. In other words, I've heard of jurors who said, well, our hands were tied. We had to follow the jury instructions. But I have a sneaky feeling that if you ask the jurors, they go, this company made 1.8 million illegal phone calls. And they're from Michigan. Well, that Steve Leto guy's from. <laughs> no connection. No connection. So 1.8 million calls, 500 bucks a piece. Multiply it out. There you go. Fill that number in in the verdict form and hand it in. So this, to me, is wrong. Okay? I'm hoping that the trial judge has the backbone to hold some hearings and issue an opinion and say, I've examined this, I've examined this, I've examined this, I've examined this, and I've come to the conclusion that the original award is spot on to the penny. Makes complete sense to the court. That's what the court finds. Now, sending that back up to the Ninth Circuit, they might then say, okay, well, we were hoping you are going to do it right. You didn't do it right. We're going to spin it around and change the number which they can do, or they can spin it around and say, we're going to change it and tell you specifically, you must do this. You must make the award, for instance, some factor compared to like the value of the company or something. You know, So it's possible they could do that. And like I said, the Ninth Circuit here is sending a message. They're telling this lower court to lower the damage award. However, the legislature said 500 bucks a call. If they'd wanted to say $500 a call not to exceed so many dollars, they could have. But if they had done that, bad actors would have said, oh, once we hit that threshold, we're golden. As long as we're willing to pay this if we get caught. And if we care, because we might not care, we might just pull the plug in the corporation and walk away from it. So we've heard stories about these gigantic awards against these phone companies or these auto dialer businesses, and the money never gets paid. They're not going to pay this money so that if the almost $1 billion award gets knocked down to half of that, they're still not going to pay it. I mean, seriously, who are we trying to kid here? So it's a crazy case out of the Ninth Circuit, but there you go. Eric and John both said it from the Oregon live website. Maxine Bernstein wrote this. Federal appeals court throws out nearly $1 billion damage award against a company in Michigan for unlawful recorded robocall case. We'll see what happens on reconsideration. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Have you ever listened to someone for a while and wondered who ties their shoelaces for them?